नमस्कार डिवोटीज एंड फ्रेंड्स वेलकम बैक टू द पॉडकास्ट सीरीज ऑन श्री रामकृष्ण पैराबल्स इट इज बीइंग ऑर्गेनाइज्ड बाय विवेकानंद कल्चरल सेंटर ऑफ रामकृष्ण मठ चेन्नई आई एम तीर्थंकर मित्र एंड आई हैव हियर विद मी डॉक्टर रुचिरा मित्र नमस्कार टुडे वी आर हियर टू प्रेजेंट यू द थर्ड एपिसोड ऑफ श्री रामकृष्ण पैराबल्स टुडे वी विल हैव अ डिस्कशन on some very intriguing doubts and seek their answers from the gospel of sri ramakrishna we all know that sri ramakrishna often repeated that god realization is the goal of human life this idea does not fit into our normal lives so we get scared thinking that we will have to become a sanyasi leaving everything this doubt recurred in the minds of many of his regular devotees Isn't it possible to realize God without renouncing everything? This question disturbs the minds of many spiritual seekers even today, isn't it? Yes, indeed it does. This question is as relevant now as it was 150 years ago. What did Sri Ramakrishna say to the devotees? When the devotees asked him this question, isn't it possible to realize God without renouncing everything? Sri Ramakrishna just smiled and said, "Why do you have to renounce everything? You are fine and happy as you are." But surely he did not end the answer there. Did he discourage all devotees to renounce the world, or was this message meant for the householders only? Of course, this message is for the householders only, family men who had a spiritual leaning. All his instructions are specifically for the householders. who wanted god in their lives isn't it difficult to call on god from home in the middle of all the household distractions why did he then advise us calling on god while staying in the home first of all as you said god realization is the goal of human life obviously the best path to god is taking the path of formal monasticism but when god has placed us in family life should we ignore the goal of human life we have to try to proceed godward from where we are now therefore we must call on god from home amidst all the household distractions sri ramakrishna himself encouraged us by giving some reasons as to why it is easy to call god while staying in the family that is very encouraging indeed exactly what reasons did he give Sri Ramakrishna pointed out that in the Kali Yuga life depends on food. He said in Bengali annagata prana. If we you have nothing to eat all talk of god will be knocked out of your brain. A person said to his wife I am going to leave the family and call on god. The wife was a somewhat sensible woman. She said why do you have to wonder about If you don't have to beg your food from 10 homes then go but if you have to do that it is better to be in one house so sri ramakrishna told the family men why do you have to renounce the home it is convenient there you don't have to worry about food and there is no harm in living with your wife in a family all your bodily needs are easily met If you fall ill, you have people to nurse you. 
That's a great assurance for the devotees like us. Correct. Sri Ramakrishna assured the householders, "Why should you have to renounce? If you have to fight, it is better to fight from within a fort. You have to fight against your senses and against hunger and thirst. It is good that all these are fought while living in the household." How do we live in household? and continue the fight you see even m the recorder of the gospel had this question sri ramakrishna advised us to practice sanyasa in the household that is renounce the world mentally but physically carry on with our duties of the world sri ramakrishna said do all your duties but keep your mind fixed on god wife son father mother Live with them all and serve them as if they are your own. But know in your heart that they are really not yours. Our mind also remains attached to our family, irrespective of where we are. Yes, that is why we should detach it, considering them as not our own. I see. That's difficult indeed. But please continue. You know, he explained this with a commonplace example. A maid servant refers to her master's house as our house though she has her home in another village seeing the master's house she says our house but in our mind she knows that this house is not hers and that her own home is in the village that's true again she rears her master's children as if they were her own and says my hari has become very naughty My hari doesn't like sweets. Though she says my hari, she knows fully well that hari is not hers, that he is her master's son. Similarly, we have to know that we are the caretakers of the family. Our real home is with God. Can we then consider our family as belonging to God? This makes it simpler for us. rather than detaching the mind from them certainly that is the right approach like the maid thinking my children or husband is not my own is very difficult but it is not so difficult if we think that god has given them to us so that we can take care of them so we can try acting like a maid or servant There is another aspect of living in home like a maid servant. As we practice living in the family in a detached manner and doing all duties normally, we also have to stop ourselves from claiming or expecting any special treatment from the family members. We have to convince ourselves that we are just a caretaker of the family. Aim showed us how to do this. How? You know, Aim followed his teaching very sincerely and wholeheartedly throughout his life i'll tell you one incident when he was quite old one day he and his disciple returned home late at night they didn't have dinner anywhere naturally it was expected that they'd return home and get their dinner at home but when they reached home they found that everybody has gone to sleep and food was not kept for them 
So the disciple wanted to wake up the ladies so that they'd prepare something for him. But M didn't let him do that. He said, The master has asked me to stay in the home like a maid servant. Can any maid servant expect that she would return home at midnight and people would be waiting for her with food ready? No. So you can you, call, you should not call anyone. And then he slept without dinner. This happens often in many families. This incident throws light on how we can practice staying like a maid at home. Good lesson for the householders. Sri Ramakrishna said, Truly I tell you there is nothing wrong in living as a householder as you are. However, you have to fix your mind on God, otherwise it won't do. How do we do that? Sri Ramakrishna has told again and again, do your work with one hand and hold on to God with the other. When you finish your work, you will hold God with both hands. What does it mean, hold on to God with both hands? How to do it? Holding God with both hands can be practiced in life. Live in solitude, meditate on Him alone and serve Him. We can do our daily duties knowing that we are doing them for God, for pleasing Him or as God's work. Why to live in solitude? You see, going to solitude is not possible in modern times. Can we not develop our mind staying at home and doing spiritual practice? Solitude or Nirjanvas is very important. Sri Ramakrishna said that first we have to get rid of lust and greed. If after that we stay in family, there can be no harm to our spiritual life. He gave an example of curd and butter. We make curd keeping the milk undisturbed in a solitary corner and churn it when it is set. Then only we can bring out the water. We have seen that butter floats on water. Similarly, mind is like milk and world is like water. Milk and water mix easily. Likewise, mind remains immersed in worldly life. Wait, wait, let me get clear idea of this. You say mind is like milk and world is like water. Yes, M and W, mind milk and world water. Although milk and water mix easily, when milk becomes butter, it floats on water. So, we rest our mind in a solitary place to make it calm and tranquil. When the mind is calm, we can think about God and repeat God's name. Then we churn it, which means we introspect what is our mind doing, what are the problems I am facing, how to tackle them, etc. Gradually, the butter of knowledge and love for God is generated in the calm mind. Thus, the mind becomes like butter and then it will float unattached on the world water. If we practice spiritual disciplines in a solitary place, we gain mental strength. Then we can go home and lead a family life. Wonderful! So, we have to go in solitude once in a while to remain floating in the worldly water. You know, I remember an inspiring incident. Sri Ramakrishna's disciples echoed the same teachings which they had heard from the Master. 
One of the monastic disciples was Swami Turiyananda. He was a highly evolved soul. He too told his disciples about this churning the milk mind to bring out butter and then live in the samsara. When he was in America, he, he collected eight American devotee students from New York and went to San Antonio Valley in California and started the Shanti Ashram there. Yes, Shanti Ashram is a famous retreat center now. The place was completely empty at that time. It, and it was far away from all human habitation. Best place for practicing sadhana in solitude. One day, Turiyananda asked a lady student, You were already practicing sadhana there. What made you leave the busy life of New York? Why did you come here? She replied promptly, I have come here to become butter. Turiyananda ji was happily surprised. And reading this, I was so inspired that for some time, I too believed that becoming butter is the sadhana I should practice. Even Swami Vivekananda took his disciples away to Thousand Park, where he gave his famous sermon, which was recorded as inspired talk. There too, the disciples' mind got elevated and they could grasp this highly spiritual instruction. Therefore, you see, the minds of the devotees get elevated in solitude and they became highly receptive. You know about Keshav Chandra Sen, the great Brahma leader? He was a world famous religious preacher then. He even met the Queen of England in London. But he was a householder, like us. Sri Ramakrishna told him directly, without going into solitude, how can you get rid of a serious disease? Pickles, tamarind and water are not allowed for a delirious patient. You are a patient with delirium and you live in a room in which there are pickles, tamarind and a pitcher of water. How can you get rid of the disease? You all know what happens when they are within reach. He meant for men, women are the people and tamarind. And for women, men are the people and tamarind. Yes, and desire for enjoyment is the pitcher of water. There is no end to thirst for enjoyment. When all such things are found in the patient's room, how can the disease of delirium be cured there? Likewise, we must live for a few days at a different place where there are no tamarind, no pickles or no pitcher of water. Later, after being cured of this malady, we can go back to the family without running any risk. After attaining love and yearning for God in solitude, if we live in the family, lust and greed can do us no harm. So, we become like butter. Let us try. Sure. With this, we come to the end of today's program. We chose a very serious topic today. God realization is the goal of life of householders also. Sri Ramakrishna says we need to practice spiritual discipline in solitude from time to time and then live in the household unattached. Hope you liked today's program. Please do give your feedback and suggestions 
to mail at the rate rkmvcc.org. Thank you for listening. Namaskar. Namaskar. Jai Shri Ram. Jai Shri Ram.